Always glad to have this guy back. It's the president of Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton. You see Tom all over the place on social media. You see him on television. He's doing the hard work of the American people through legal channels trying to call this tyrannical government into check. Tom, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, good to be with you again, Joe. Thanks for having me. It's really a pleasure to have you. I want to start with something that we talked about a long time ago, and I don't know what the resolution was. I know that you didn't do this, but you you had a court order or you had the ability to depose Hillary Clinton. Why didn't that ever happen when it comes to Hillary Clinton and, and all the wrongdoings that she Yeah, that she you know, we, we exposed her emails and her scheme to hide records uh, from the American people and her the evidence of her dishonesty, and the lower court agreed that she should be questioned in our FOIA case about it. Uh, you know, but the senior judges, the appeals court judges, uh, basically re- rewrote FOIA law to protect her, and the Supreme Court wanted no part of uh, anything involving Hillary Clinton. So that was the end of that. It, really outrageous. Well, it is outrageous because was, you know, I, you know, it's you know, you we all lose sometimes in court, and you understand what the law here is, and you lose, and it's like, well, you know, they inter- they applied the law, you know, you win some, you lose some. Here, they just blew up the law, and it was about protecting Hillary. It, it, it remains an outrage to this day. Well, Tom, that's no different than what James Comey did to her, right? 14 minutes of why she was guilty, and then no prosecutor would ever prosecute, and they let her off the hook. There certainly is a two-tier justice system, no? No, I think there's a one-tier justice system. Target people like us okay. and protect their own. They're perfectly consistent. Is there any difference in your mind when you look at what Alvin Bragg is doing in New York to what allegedly Trump did and what we know Bill Clinton did with Paula Jones back in the day, 850000 Nobody said a word about prosecute Bill Clinton or Hillary Clinton actually using campaign funds to pay for the dossier. Nobody says anything. Nobody says boo, but Trump's facing 34 charges that Alvin Bragg didn't even say what they're related to. Yeah, well, I mean, Bill engaged in perjury and obstruction of justice yes. with Paula Jones. Here, you know, you had, a, by all accounts, an agreement between two private parties um, to resolve a dispute. And, 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 you know, at at least on the surface, it looks like Trump was the victim of extortion. So rather than pursue that there in an unprecedented fashion, applying law, it's never been applied this way to target and try to jail Trump. And, you know, it's not just in New York, though, Joe. I mean, it's in Fulton County, Georgia. We can expect indictments there. Right. And then here in D.C., they're targeting Trump and the whole Republican fundraising apparatus, it looks like. Um, as part of a campaign intervention campaign uh, program. Uh, th- there's been nothing like this in American history. Our republic is under attack, and they want the leading candidate for president and former president to campaign from jail. And w- what, a, what a nightmare nationally. Uh, judicialwatch.org, that's the website. Go and sign up. Uh, he's the president of Judicial Watch's Tom Fitton. Uh, Tom, I, I want to talk about the D.C. case quickly before we get into this other stuff that we're going to talk about. But why is it that this guy Smith would continue the investigation even after it started? We found out that Biden's got classified documents all over the place. And he wasn't president when these documents were, were written, so he should have had no access to them. Yet they're continuing this, this witch hunt on Trump. Um, on these papers that he had every right to have if, in fact, he declassified them. And the Presidential um, uh, Records Act actually clears him of any wrongdoing as well. Why are they continuing it? I thought when the Biden papers showed up, and I wonder if you thought the same, that they would have to say, well, tail between my legs, we can't do anything with Trump, or else we'd have to look at Biden. Well, it just made it, just created a more difficult needle for them to thread in terms of prosecuting Trump while protecting Biden. Uh, we already see that in the conduct of the two investigations. And, you know, there is a special counsel 
looking at it, the Biden document issue, but there have been no raids, no significant grand jury activity that I'm aware of. Right. Uh, Jack Smith has gone to town. And, uh, uh, you know, this is a, um, a, a complete, again, upending of the rule of law, applying the law in a way that's never been applied before against the former president, a raid that evidently the FBI even objected to. Uh, so it, it's concerning. Um, and, uh, you know, you're presuming they care about being fair. They don't. Yeah. It's a feature. It's not not something they want to they feel have to defend themselves. It's like, you know, they 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 have the keys to the car and they're driving. I thought we could make that presumption. And that is naive of me. I agree with you um, to, to that um, um, same story. The National Archives is hiding 85 percent of the Trump raid records. What does that mean? Yeah, we asked for records about the raid and the dispute with Trump about these documents. Uh, they, sh- they tried to criminalize. Um, and um, they've given us, I think, 1,200 or so of 8,000 records. So, you know, the National Archives, it highlights the need for transparency, is hiding 85 plus percent of the records they have about this unprecedented, uh, what I believe to be election interference yeah. and harassment and abuse of Trump. To well, me, it's just more evidence of the misconduct behind the targeting of Trump. But by Tom, these they're, they're willing. Agencies. They're willing to be out in the open with it. They're willing to say, "Yes, we're going to do everything we can to interfere in this election." And if you try to call us on it, we'll remind you of January sixth or something. It, it is—it's nuts to me that they're getting away with it. And there isn't maybe more than one journalist that'll ask them any questions about it. Thank God you're taking them to court and you're trying to get the records and everything else. But are they going to get away with this? What do you mean by get away? Meaning, are they going to be able to retain and keep power as a result of their abuse of power? Are they going to to be able to continue to interfere with this upcoming election with nobody stopping them? Yes. Wow. I mean, Judicial Watch, obviously, is, you know, we we probably do a pretty good job of holding them accountable, which is why we've been targeted. But um, I I don't see enough effort in Congress. You know, uh, Jim Jordan and Comer, if they, they've, they've, they are miles or exponentially better than prior investigators or investigations out of Congress. But, um, you know, it's, 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 they're going to be road bumps unless they do something more drastic. For instance, Joe, I've, I've been of the opinion that this debt ceiling uh, fight uh, should have been about defunding these attacks on American citizens and uh, this targeting of Trump, they should have been shutting down uh, these abusive investigations, Can they? Uh, whether they be in New York, Georgia, or uh, here in Washington, D.C., through le- the leverage of denial or restrictions on federal funding. So could they defund but, Jack Smith's investigation? Uh, I couldn't hear you one more time, Jeff. Could they defund Jack Smith's investigation yes, if they, they wanted could. to? Really? Absolutely. Well, why wouldn't they? That should be step one. Well, I think you should be asking members of Congress. I will. They think they won't win, right? So they don't even want to try. I've got Jordan on all the time. I'll ask him next time and, I have And, him. you know, let's be clear, Joe. Yeah. You've, you've been watching them. There are more than a few Republicans who yes. want to see Trump put in jail. 100%. You could not be more Especially correct. in Congress. They'd like nothing more than to have him out of his hair, have him out of their hair. It's crazy. And I think that's a big reason for their refusal to be uh, to be outraged about this effort to uh, you know to turn uh, well what's or you know the question is how far into uh, how, how much of a banana republic we're going to be turned into but we're well along the road 
Wow. Judicialwatch.org. He's the president of Judicial Watch. It's Tom Fitton. Tom, I, I want to go to something that I talk about on my show all the time. When our government was constructed back in the day, the representatives were supposed to be voted in, go to Washington, vote, go back to their district and do the work of the district. It was a part-time job. It wasn't a job, certainly, where you'd make much money, but it was a job of representing a community, representing a district, representing a state if you were a senator. And then you go back home. You go vote, go back home. Now they've got all these you know, highfalutin apartments over there uh, in Washington, D.C. or Alexandria. They've all, they're all worth, well, many of them are worth millions and millions and millions of dollars on $150,000, $160,000 a year. Why are there so many rich politicians? Why are there so many rich members of, of the government that are supposed to be representing you and me? Well, because often the representation, the, certainly in Congress and the Senate, it becomes a family enterprise. So you have members who are you know, making the money they're making, and then you have their family members who get in the business of lobbying or uh, just the business of being involved with the federal government and the, you know, everything that the federal government funds or uh, companies that are or getting involved with companies who are contracted with the federal government. Uh, the worst is the lobbying. Um, you know, you have this Senate hearing attacking the so-called conflicts of interest that justices of the Supreme Court have, really without foundation or basis. You know, I, I would like to have a hearing by the Senate about all the spouses who lobby. Yes. All the, all the children who lobby. Um, yeah. And you've got to, I mean, Biden is the poster child for what we're talking about here. The guy's never That's had right. a real job. He's been a government entity for 50, 60 years, and he's got millions and millions of dollars in houses and cars and planes and everything else. And nobody even asks the question, why are you so damn rich? He shouldn't be. Why is his son so rich? He shouldn't be. Might it be something other than your salary at the government? And if it is, shouldn't we know what it is? You know, and I think that's the reason why the Justice Department is floundering in this case against Hunter, uh, because they know they can't get Hunter without implicating Joe. Uh, so that that's the that's another part of this rule of law crisis that you know the president's obviously been implicated uh, in in what is a believed what I would uh, you know what I would uh, uh, say is a RICO operation, racketeering operation. Uh, run uh, running his family like a mafia group. Rudy Giuliani has on my show said he's got an easy RICO case here. It's easy. Yeah, and yeah, I've talked to him about that too. You know, Rudy Giuliani is one of the fathers of RICO. Obviously, right. he didn't write the law, but in terms of implementing it and applying it, often controversially, but to the kudos of the establishment in New York, uh, you know, he he knows he knows a RICO operation when he sees one. And he's a national expert on it. And so you know, the media wants to ignore that. But uh, uh, the Justice Department knows there's something up. That's why they haven't gone after Hunter the way they should have, because they know the whole the whole Biden family operation would collapse as a result. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you're right. Ru- Rudy is not the guy who wrote it, but he certainly was the one who figured out how to use it. And, and as you said, it was controversial. And I think I think Joe Bonanno actually gave him all the information he needed in that book about the mob. But um, it, this could easily, it could be a hunter, the uncle, the aunt, Joe himself, down the list. And, and there's all sorts of evidence. Even if you didn't have all the evidence that we have outside of it, just in the laptop, we have the evidence. Are they going to well, be... Well, I understand what's coming out Go of ahead. Comey, and we've already seen elements of it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's that we don't we don't even know half of it with with the money laundering that's and it's that's gone beyond the core group of Biden family members that we've known about beyond that uh, to monies way beyond the monies that we've been previously talking about. 
Uh, there's a lot more coming on the Biden corruption scale. That I can guarantee you. Now, the question is, is there going to be impeachment? Is there going to be a special counsel or other accountability over this evident corruption? And that's the challenge. Well, it is the challenge because when you ask a Republican, and you probably have heard this in private conversations too, why haven't you impeached Mayorkas yet? Why haven't you, you impeached Biden just on Afghanistan, for God's sakes? Well, because we couldn't get it done. We couldn't get a conviction. So what? You have to do it because you have to let the American people know that you're going to keep them to account. Right now, the executive is being running like a fiefdom and nothing's happening. I mean, Tom, we've had assassination attempts on Supreme Court justices and our side does or the conservative side doesn't appear to want to do anything about it. Maybe a hearing. You know, and, and uh, you know, I think uh, and uh, look, you can't I understand the political side of impeachment. It's a political process, right? Right. But it seems to me there's almost a moral obligation to do it, given the national security corner Biden's corruption has put us in. Yes. I mean, in my view, you have the Russians and the Chinese making calculations to take aggressive actions they might otherwise not have taken if they didn't know, and they do know because they're the ones writing the checks, more or less, right. that Biden is compromised and on the tape. So I, I think it, it's placed the safety of Americans at risk. So politicians who have taken an oath of office to preserve and protect the Constitution and defend the republic, you know, they don't really have a choice. They may lose, but you've got to engage in the battle. At least that's my view. Uh, and um, at least start asking questions about it. Yes. You know, what about an impeachment inquiry? It doesn't mean you necessarily end at impeachment, but you make it clear that what they're talking about goes to the heart of his ability to function as president. So all these investigations that they're that are well well oriented in my view with Jordan and Comer, they should all be in the context of impeachment, not just uh, we're trying to figure out what's going on. They kind of know what's going on. They just need to know whether they need to police the presidency through the impeachment mechanism or not. Uh, or not. And I think they should be explicit and direct on that. Judicialwatch.org. He's the president of Judicial Watch. Is Tom Fitton. Tom, I think I've asked you this before. Maybe not, but I'll ask you now. Who do you think's really running the joint? It's not Biden. Biden can't, you know, he doesn't know where he's supposed to stand at the podium. So who do you think's running it? I thought it was Susan Rice, but she just stepped down. Yeah. You know, what's curious is that Obama is the first president in about a century to stay in Washington after he left office. Very curious. So I'll just leave it at that. And that, that's a good place to leave it. I get where you're going. All right, uh, Tom, one last question. The border, I'm in Texas. The border is a sieve. It's an open sieve. You've got Mallorca's lying that it's secure. And then he said, it, the border is secure, but we're working on security. I'm not sure how you'd have to secure something more that's already secure. It's not. you got this killer guy now that they're looking for, this fugitive, that allegedly killed five people. He's an illegal alien. Um, now you've got Biden saying, well, we're going to get tough on it and send 1,500 troops to the border when you can just go back to the Trump policies and fix it. But you've got a story in Judicial Watch where he's expanding the program to offer illegal immigrants in the United States a temporary reprieve. What is this? Yeah, it's the parole program. It typically is used for people individually, emergency situations, you know, where... Let's say you're, you've got a cancer treatment and you're here illegally, they parole you to allow you to do what you need to do, and then right. you're out. Uh, here they're doing it for, for hundreds of thousands of individuals in a way uh, that I think is at odds with what the law is supposed to do. It's, you know, what you're supposed to do, it's case by case. Yes. Here it's, uh, you know, just groups of, uh, if I recall, Venezuelans and whatever, you know, hundreds of thousands. and. You know, so they're effectively getting amnesty for years. I mean, that's one way to control illegal immigration, which is to turn illegal immigration with the stroke of a pen 
to legal immigration. Wow. And so that's the legal challenge now that I think folks are undertaking against Trump, against Biden over this. And, um, you know, the border is under control. They're controlling an unprecedented flow of Americans, uh, of, of, of um, illegal aliens into the country. And it's enabled by the Biden administration. They know what's happening. So they, they quote, are controlling it, uh, but they're controlling and, and participating in an invasion of the United States by, you know, now the Chinese are one of the num- number one countries in terms of sending foreign nationals illegally into the United States. So I'm concerned about Taiwan, uh, but, you know, we've got China nationals invading the country right now and we ain't doing anything about it other than checking a box that they've, caught, they've crossed illegally and then they're led into the country uh, to do whatever they want for the rest of their lives, practically speaking. Tom, you give me a ton, of, a ton of time, maybe 10 seconds on this. Is that why Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday said they've decreased the flow of illegal migrants, she called them, by 90% because they just paroled them all? Yeah, I think they had a, um, what did, something had happened where there was a specific policy that decreased a specific group of illegal aliens for a short period of time. That's what she's There's referring to. There's not been a general 90 percent increase of course not in illegal alien crossings that's not true yeah tom i always appreciate the incredible work and the incredible knowledge for the american people it's tom fitton president judicial watch judicialwatch.org let's do it again soon my friend thank you i appreciate the good word thank you all right brother we're back after this stay right here this is the joe pag show Great to have you. Don't have a ton of time left, but I do want to give you this breaking news. We just got it in, and uh, we're doing the show. It's now 8.57 p.m. Eastern. From Fox's Griff Jenkins, multiple sources confirmed to Fox that uh, the Mexican national suspect accused of killing five people in Cleveland, Texas, uh, last Friday has been taken into custody with that incident. More on that as we get more in here. we got to get out of here. That is Polo. That is Sam. That is Carrie. I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow. Have a great night. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.